This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to What's On Euro. We are going to analyze the games we have on Wednesday. We have Group A, we have Group B. We've already seen some games in this Euro and these guys already tip us some good tips uh, before. Hi Danny, hi Alvaro, how are you? Ciao Alvaro, ciao Alvaro. Hello guys. So please leave a comment in the video, ask any questions to our guys about what we've seen so far in the Euro. You will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet, remember. And of course, if you enjoy our videos, support us, pressing on the like button and uh, subscribing to our channel, of course, and clicking on the bell to get all the notifications. So guys, let's uh, see which games we have on Wednesday at 3pm. We have uh, Finland. Russia, this is uh, Group B, and this is the biggest surprise we had uh, so far in the Euro, the game uh, Denmark-Finland, the victory of Finland. Of course, it was a very, very, very strange uh, game after, after what happened with Ericsson, but Finland adapted better than the Denmark. The goalkeeper, Radecki, saved a penalty. Pojampalo scored the header. Probably also a mistake of the goalkeeper. It was their first uh, shot in target. So a, a quite lucky Finland and quite disappointing Russia in their debut at home against Belgium. They lost 3 0. Danny, we expected a little bit more of Russia, although we said that uh, Belgium was uh, great favourites. And again, uh, for this uh, game, probably the odds are too low for Russia, 1.71 after we've seen, Danny, what we saw in the first batch of games. Finland, three points, Russia lost. Uh, do you believe in these odds? Would you trust these low odds of Russia? Well, first we have to say that the results of Finland, uh, it's very difficult to talk about football. It's very difficult to analyse it What after what happened. Uh, I think everyone realised it was the wrong choice to keep playing after uh, what happened to Ericsson and also, also after the good news, relatively good news to Ericsson. So I think uh, uh, Finland, uh, yeah, in, in a sporting sense, they took advantage from the situation uh, we, really, without uh, bad intentions, but uh, Denmark was shaken. And up until uh, the Ericsson incident, Finland looked uh, under the cosh. Uh, they looked sturdy, solid, but with not many ideas up front. Uh, Puki was very isolated. The Danish were coming into the game uh, more and more. Uh, nonetheless, at the end, uh, Finland got historical three points uh, based on solidity on defense. You know, they kept the fourth clean sheet in the last eight competitive games. But when it comes to this game at Rush, in Russia at St. Petersburg, I think it's right to consider Russia favorites. Also because I don't think... Uh, they are as bad as Belgium made them look. Uh, they could produce more up front, but they need to start, as they started the second half against Belgium, where they showed uh, that they had some creativity up front. Because for many parts of the first half, uh, Russia looked very uh, monodimensional, just one ball, ball to Zuba, whatever happens, happens, you know, not many players trying to run between the lines. Uh, there was no Miranchuk from the start. I think that was a, that was a mistake. He could have he could have played from the start and I hope he plays from the start this this game. Uh, there are some injuries concerns as well for Cecesov. He lost Kurzayev and Zirkov to injuries. So, yes, Russia's favourite, but not 
that favorite uh, for me also. There are six games without a win now at the Euros. Look, I'm going to go for a clean sheet uh, for Russia, which pays 1.91. Probably we won't see many goals uh, in this game. We can analyze this uh, later. Alvaro, you also think that, of course, that game Denmark-Finland is very difficult to read. And in terms of points for this group, uh, Russia needs the victory here because we saw a very solid and a strong uh, Belgium. We shouldn't expect them. I, I mean, also Russia is playing against Denmark, sorry, uh, in the last game. But uh, after what happened against Finland-Denmark, everything changed in this group. So this is a mass victory for Russia. Again, uh, they are playing in front of their public. Also, you trust uh, here the Russians to get the victory or you were very disappointed about their first performance? Uh, I've got a, a yes for both questions. I mean, uh, I trust the Russians and I was very disappointed with their performance against the Belgians. I think that uh, if any game in the whole tournament expressed the difference in quality between two teams, between the top European teams and the rest of the European teams, were the Belgium-Russia. Belgium didn't have to lay a glove. I mean, they didn't uh, do their best, they didn't play 100% and they killed the Russians so easily. And I could say as well that the Russians shot themselves in the foot because some of the defensive mistakes were uh, ridiculous. For example, uh, I think that Semenov was uh, terrible in the first Lukaku goal. I believe that uh, Russia with the ball was sloppy. They had only a 77% of completion rate when it came to the passes. Uh, I believe that they saw no spirit and Perhaps uh, the inclusion of Miranchuk in the next game can make a small difference for Russia, but I think that it wouldn't have made any difference against the Belgians. I think that this is a Russian team with a lack of stars. Uh, I have seen Russia having good players in many tournaments in the past, but this time I believe that they, they will miss the cutting edge in the, in the key moments of the tournament. But yeah, the game against Finland is a must win, as you say. I believe that Russia is still the favorite to win this game. So... I'm going to say that the, the over 2.5 goals market is something that it appeals me. Uh, that pays 240. And Russia to score in both halves, that pays 325. And that is very good as well. I believe that the Russians are betting but the, uh, better than the Finnish. All that said, there is a thing about Finland that has gone overlooked that has to be said here. Ten players took part in the goal of Finland against Denmark. And it was a very beautiful goal. So... I know that they were sturdy against the Danish, especially before Christian Eriksen's uh, accident. But I believe that then the goal they scored showed you that they've got some quality up front and some quality in midfield that they can show every now and then. So, yes, I think that Finland is not such a bad team. I think that they can score against the Russians. That's why I go for the over 2.5 goals market in this game. But Russia to score in both halves is something that appeals me a lot. And as I said before, it more than it triples up your money, and that is a great bet. A great bet. I'm a bit surprised, uh, Alvaro. Also, the bookies, let's say, are surprised with the over 2.5 goals. Uh, we haven't seen many goals in the. Well, it depends in the game so far, of course. Uh, Holland, yes, uh, Ukraine, we saw five goals. Austria, North Macedonia, we saw four. So it's not that bad. This uh, Euro also Italy scored three. Belgium scored three, and here the bookies expect uh, under 2.5 goals, uh, over is 2.4, as you said, under is 1.65. Danny, you expect a clean sheet for uh, Russia. These teams, uh, well, didn't go forward like a crazy guys in the previous game. Would you go here for a low scoring game? 
No, I'm gonna. I think I agree with Alvaro. I might go for a, a high-scoring game because, again, as Alvaro said, it is a it is a must-win game uh, for Russia. So they need to show more than what they did with Belgium, and we saw in certain moments against in Belgium, St. Petersburg. In St. Petersburg as well. So that that things count, and um, with uh, with Finland, yeah, they could score the odd goal. I think they showed us pretty much what we expected from them. Uh, but I, I, I'm still not convinced if the game would have been played under normal circumstances, Finland would have scored, Finland would have won the game. Uh, I see them I see them, I see see them. them behind uh, the other national team. So I'm going to go for Russia in a high-scoring game if I have to choose between the two. All right, then uh, let's move on to Group A here. Italy is leading three points, Switzerland, Wales, one point, Turkey, zero. And we are going to speak about uh, Turkey, Wales to be played in uh, Baku. Actually, the last time these two teams played was in 1997 and the score was 6-4 for the Turkish with the idol Hakan Sukur scoring four goals. What a player that we all loved, uh, Turkey. They showed also a poor performance against Italy. They didn't attack, basically. Only Ander showed some quality up front. Gilmaz was uh, very isolated. So they come to this game with uh, the aim to win, of course, uh, and to beat Wales. They got one point Wales against uh, Switzerland. Probably they were a little bit lucky. Moore scored a header. Actually, uh, four out of six goals of Moore were with uh, headers with uh, Wales, uh, also three out of the last four goals of Wales in European Championship were headers. So, of course, it's a team that is uh, dangerous when they are playing uh, with uh, in set pieces or in uh, falls. Uh, Alvaro, what do you expect here with uh, Turkey, Wales? The odds are quite high for both outcomes. Probably before the first game in this Euro, we would go for the Turkish team for sure after what we saw in the World Cup qualifiers. So it's quite appealing, I would say, this odds 2.45 for Turkey. You are saying no? <laughs> Alvaro? No, I, 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 just think that the, I just think that the game against Italy uh, show uh, that the Italians are a, a really good squad at the minute. And I think that the, Turkey never had a chance. In fact, uh, Italy had 14 shots in the first half against Turkey. Turkey had no shots in the first half. That tells you that this is a team... Uh, the Turkish that were absolutely and thoroughly dominated by the Italian squad. Um, it wasn't a surprise, though, that Turkey lost the game because they have lost the opening game of a major tournament seven times out of seven. But it yeah. is true that they conceded many goals, Edo, and this is something that Turkey doesn't used to do. In fact, in the whole Euro 2020 qualifiers, they conceded three goals, as many as they conceded on Friday against Rome, uh, against Italy. I, I think that uh, it's very important to say here that uh, Turkey had a disconnection between the defence and the striker. I think that uh, the midfielder didn't assist. The midfield, in fact, Chalanoglu was a non-existing player in the game against Italy. So in the build-up, I can see the Turkish having a lot of problems. And in fact, they gave away a couple of uh, deadly balls to the Italians and they capitalized from it. I think that uh, Insigne's goal uh, came from a mistake uh, from Turkey with playing the ball from the back. Uh, then the defenders, uh, especially the Miral and Soyuncu, they spent the whole game stressed because uh, Italy was attacking a lot. And yeah, 
My question is, is Turkey capable of dominating the games? Well, we will see it against Wales. I didn't like Wales particularly. I think that they were professional. I think that they managed to uh, have a big tolerance uh, to adversity, a big tolerance to being dominated because Turkey, uh, Switzerland was much better against them. And this is something that, uh, that we have to praise, the fact that Wales didn't have a good game and they stayed in the game and they put a good fight and they managed to score their goal. But... There are so many questions raised from the games against the Swiss. For example, why didn't Bolo uh, have so many runs free uh, in the midfield? Uh, the central corridor was basically the corridor of, uh, of joy for Mbolo in that game. And I think Wales, they have to put more solid midfielders if they want to stop the, the opponents playing the midfield. Uh, I also think that it was stupid that... Uh, the, the person who marked um, Mbolo in the corner, in the goal, I believe that uh, it was a defender uh, <laughs> who is uh, basically 173, 174 meters. So, you know, there are some mistakes there from the West uh, national team that they, they were absolutely basic. Uh, so, yeah, it's difficult to predict this one, but I think that uh, you can get good re a good return for for both options, either Wales or either uh, Turkey. In this case, I'm going to go for Wales to win, that pays 3.45, and even Wales to win the first half would be something that you get so much money for it that you should consider it at least. That, that pays 4.15. But the best value, probably, is the Asian handicap minus one for Wales. That pays 6.75. I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but Wales has players like... Uh, the likes of Gareth Bale, for example, who can make the difference and turn up any time. So it wouldn't be crazy to think that Gareth Bale finally turns up after the bad game he got at the, in the opening game of the competition and, for example, scores a brace and helps Wales to, to get a victory. So those are my favourite bets and all are favourable to the Wales national team. Danny, we have uh, here Mohamed telling us uh, a draw here, 1-1, one, one, for instance, 7.5 uh, right now on Oxpedia and Shari. He says that uh, Turkey to win. Actually, I would agree with him. Uh, would you go for the Turkish or for the Welsh? I'm not going to go for an outright winner because, as Alvaro said, it is complicated, but we need to consider a few issues. First of all, uh, this game is going to be played in Baku. It's very hot, probably the hottest city at the moment where the Euro is played. Wales are already there, so they are already acclimatized. And we saw in the first half against Switzerland, both teams that were struggling with the hot condition. We saw yesterday at Wembley, England against Croatia. So that could be an issue. Now, the, Tur the Turks need to fly from Rome to Baku. It's quite a long trip. Acclimatize to the condition and then play against Wales. So the first half could, could be a struggle, could be a slog. Maybe for both teams. So uh, maybe the first half uh, could end in a draw, a nil-nil, or an under 0.5 goals. First half draw, by the way, is 1.95. The second thing to consider is also that uh, how is Turkey uh, going to react after such a big defeat? They are the youngest team in the tournament, 24 years and 0.3 something average. So this is a quite is a big test for their nerves. It looked to me against Italy, they almost forgot how to play. They played so well in the qualifications. We saw a team that were dominating the possession. They were, you know, exchanging good passes. These times against Italy, every time the ball came to Burak Elmaz, it bounced back. 
So there was only, basically, it was one-way street. And yes, as Alvaro said as well, Chalanoglu confirmed his poor form that he's carrying on from the ser- from the last few games in uh, Serie A. Uh, so yes, for the Turks, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be testing. We hope maybe they will um, they will they will uh, you know they will show what the what, what they are about. Uh, Wales, um, they deserve to lose, I think, against Switzerland. They were lucky not to lose. Uh, I'm not sure. Everyone says about Wales, they've got a best team than five years ago. I don't think they do. I think they have a bigger squad than five years ago. So there are more selection headaches for the manager, but I don't think there are better players than five years ago. They don't have an Ashley, Ashley Williams in the center of defense that can command the play. Uh, Joe Allen, this year, only played 19 games this season. He's been injured a long time, and I think he struggled against the Swedes. Aaron Ramsey comes on the back of a shocking season with Juventus, and he's not quite there. Uh, we know the Wales can play so much better, uh, so much better than what they did, uh, but they need to show it, and they need to show that they can take possession on the uh, opposition half. Uh, the good things for Wales is that, yes, they suffered a lot, as Alvaro said, but they didn't crumble, only 1-0, so they were comfortable in the end with the 1-1. Uh, they, need to, they, need, they need to play more in the opposition half. So my pick would be first half draw 1.95 or Turkey to take the, to take the lead, the Turkey to score first, 1.92. Okay, we have a Turkey Asian Handicap 0, for instance, 1.69, something that uh, I can fancy, it's a bit low, but in this case, if they draw, you get our money back. Uh, of course, this is kind of a final, I think, uh, the first one in the tournament for both teams, if they lose, it would be very difficult to qualify because Wales, with one point, they will uh, face Italy in the last game, and Turkey, they will face uh, Switzerland with zero points in the last game and the Swiss, they looked uh, quite all right also in the game against Wales. We can analyze the Swiss team later. And also, of course, we can take a look at the goals market here in Turkey, Wales. And you tell me, what do you expect here, guys? Because again, if we go for over, we have better options to get uh, money over 2.5 goals, 2.64 under 2.5 goals, 1.54. Danny, you mentioned that it's going to be very hot in the capital of Azerbaijan, in Baku. And yesterday we saw a very slow game against England, Croatia, due to the to the heat. Uh, so here, would you go for under or over? Under, because I'm not convinced. Wales have got uh, enough firepower up front, uh, only by name, I think. Turkey, unless they change the way they play against Rome, in, in Rome, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna struggle to score more than one. So I'll say under two po- under two goals, which is a conservative bet. So if, this, if there is a one-one or two-nil, you get your money back. Under two goals is one point nine six. We will get our money back if we see two goals in Baku. Alvaro, you expect goals or not? I would say, as Daniel said, uh, no, probably not. I think that Gareth Bale is uh, the best scorer on the pitch, better than Gilmar too. But, uh, you know, he's got his days. Uh, some days are good. Some days are really bad, like the other day against Switzerland. Hopefully he will turn up. But I'm going to say, I'm going to be conservative here. I'm going to say that under two goals is more likely here. Well, Gareth Bale, one day he has to wake up and show his quality. We all know that he has it, but... Most of the times he's not uh, showing it. Uh, then 
let's move to the last game. We have Italy, uh, Switzerland in the Olympico de Roma. We all were very excited again about Italy's performance. They've never scored three goals in a uh, Euro. Immobile scored. We were talking about uh, the importance of the Lazio striker to become a very important game in this uh, Italy squad. Also, Lorenzo Insigne, a player that I love, uh, was able to score. Danny, everyone is talking about this uh, great performance, of course, of Italy, keeping again a clean sheet, nine consecutive uh, clean sheet for Italy. Their longest run in history is 10. So, if they get it against uh, Switzerland, they will uh, get. Another record for Mancini, whereas Switzerland, uh, you just said that they were actually better than Wales. They should have uh, won that game. They only scored that header uh, by Mbolo. And we see, of course, Italy's very favourite, 1.66, uh, playing at home with the hype of the first victory. Danny, what do you expect here about your national team? Well, uh, Italy did do what they used to do for the last three, four years under under Mancini, uh, they played positive football, possession football, attacking. They scored the first one, they went for the second and the third goal. So uh, no surprises from, for me who have seen Italy playing time and time again this way under Mancini. Maybe surprises for those who haven't seen Italy play much uh, during the last few months and they remember the Italian of Antonio Conte or Prandelli, a little bit more uh, defensively minded. I think uh, the great things with Italy is that they show patience in their build-up, patience in their resources and belief in their system. Because in the first half, let's face it, it wasn't easy against the Turkey. Uh, Turkish were defending with seven, eight men behind the ball. There were no many spaces. Sometimes uh, for Italy, it took too many passes to get to a crossing position, to get into a shooting position. So any other team could have been uh, frustrated by that. But Italy continued to play the same way in the second half. Uh, Mancini did a couple of tactical changes that changed the game. I think he put Barella more central, so he was able to break the lines and give the final pass. In fact, the first goal comes on the axis of Barella, giving it to Berardi. Berardi crosses it, Demiral puts it in his own net. And then the introduction of Di Lorenzo, a right back who was pushing more uh, than uh, Florenzi. Uh, what are we going to see this game? I think pretty much more of the same. I think Italy is going to try to dominate the possession. They might have Verratti back in midfield who can help them uh, doing that. And they're going to play with the same front three that we saw against Switzerland. I think Italy has got a great chance to win this game, qualify, be top of the group, and then rest players against Wales, which would be really, really, really important. I think in this tournament, especially with a lot of traveling between nations, different weather conditions, the teams that can rest more players at the beginning, they're going to have a massive advantage towards the end of the of the tournament. So for Italy, this is definitely a, 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 this is a must win for sure. It could be even the most important game of the tournament for them if we look ahead. Switzerland organized. Sturdy, you know, under Petkovic, we know them, 3-5-2, uh, playing with two holding midfielders, Shaka and Frohler, is always the same thing, really. Since uh, since Brazil 2014, is the same Switzerland, pretty much the same personnel as well. And we know what they are good at. They are good at shutting down shop. They're good at making your life difficult. 
what they are less good at is scoring goals because they don't have a great goal scorer. Seferovic, only 21 goals in 71 appearances for his national teams and he missed a sitter against uh, Wales. I think uh, Switzerland are disappointed after having dominated Wales for so much, but they need a little bit more and uh, Italian's defence is stronger than the Wales one. So I'm going to be confident for this one. Uh, Italy to win to nil 2-14. It's very important what you said, Danny. Italy won uh, comfortably and convincingly without the star, without Verratti. Uh, we also saw Mancini classical Italian star. We have to highlight that uh, the, the jacket. He has to be, of course, a gentleman. And uh, Alvaro, the importance of uh, Sheridan Shakiri for Switzerland. He scored or assisted in 50% of the Swiss goals in major tournaments since 2014. 16 goals for the national team, so he participated in eight of them. Uh, Switzerland, probably they will fight with Target in the last game to qualify, but let's see if they are able to get a point uh, at least against uh, Italy. What do you expect here also? Like the classic, uh, I would say the... Um, Normal bet is what Danny said, uh, Italy to win, to nil, because they are not conceding any goal. Or you expect something else? Uh, here, actually, Mishari was saying that he expects uh, both teams to score, which is a risk, uh, seeing how Italy is defending. It pays 2.25. It's really difficult to think that at this stage. What do you expect? Well, I think it's more likely the win to nil for Italy. And in fact, I'm going for that. That pays 2.4. So, yes, definitely. I mean, Italy showed uh, a lot of of calm and uh, a lot of composure in defense the other day against the Turks. Uh, again, uh, I can I could take conclusions, uh, many conclusions from the Italy-Turkey game, but I don't know uh, at what extent Italy was excellent and at what extent uh, Turkey was terrible. I think that uh, Italy was excellent and Turkey uh, didn't do them an, a favor to themselves, the way they played, especially how many times they gave the ball away, playing from the back, and this is something that uh, Turkey cannot uh, afford again against the Wales. But yeah, when it comes to this game, I believe that Italy showed patience. Italy against, uh, against uh, Turkey, they also showed that they knew uh, what the game plan was, uh, work or not, they were uh, persevering with it uh, in the first half uh, against the Turks. They shot 14 times. That's impressive, very impressive as well. And in the second time, uh, second half, when the game uh, opened up a little bit and uh, there were more pockets, more spaces, I think that the Italians did the job perfectly. So I, I was surprised. I was uh, really happy to see them back uh, because they, they have been missing uh, major tournaments lately, especially World Cup 2018, and yeah, it was brilliant to have them back. I think that Insigne, Immobile up front, they were fantastic. And Spinazzola was a player that wasn't exactly under my radar, and he did an excellent game on the left wing. So, yeah, all things considered, it was a very good start for Italy. I think that if they win this game, they can rest assured that they will be topping the group. So, yeah, they will go for it. So, a win to need for Italy it could be something that I will be backing here just because, uh, as you say, Edu, they have had nine consecutive clean sheets lately. And uh, when it comes to Switzerland, well, I think that Embolo is the major threat. Sakiri gave an assist, yes, even though it was uh, from a set piece. So when you have a set piece situation, you get given a chance to give an assist. Let's put it that way. And Embolo capitalized. I think that Embolo was uh, probably, in my opinion, the, the most impressive player of the first set of games uh, in this group. He was unbelievable against the, in the first game against Wales. So I'm going to go for Italy to win. And maybe Italy to win the first half is something that sounds a little bit more speculative. 
but I can see the Italians just keeping the game plan, just making sure that they produce the shots that they have to produce, like 14 against Tarki the other day in the first half, and winning it after 45 minutes. That pays 2.4. Okay, if you go for exact, exact score, for instance, Italy 2-0 could be a nice score after what you've analyzed. We have odds 6.5 just to finish the video. I guess you don't expect many goals, no? If you don't expect Switzerland to score, I guess you don't expect also a thrashing result here. Danny, over 2.5 goals, is paid 2.4. Really high, actually, whereas under 1.7, you would go for under, no, I guess? I'll go for, I'll go for under. Yeah, I'll go for under. Uh, maybe a 2-0 two, two touching would be a good result. So, yeah, under 2, probably. Probably to be, to be on the safe side. And Alvaro, you don't expect another thrashing result Italy getting crazy, no? Up front. I, I, I just think that the, the Swiss team... Uh, Probably has, not. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The, and the Swiss team has more composure than Turkey. Uh, I don't think that they will make the same silly mistakes. And all the defenders are more protected because they've got a bigger structure at the back with five defenders, three, five, two. And that makes a difference in this kind of game. So I would say that no way. I think that the under 2.5 is much more likely than the over 2.5, yes. Okay, guys, then write down all our tips. Thank you very much again, Dani and Alvaro, for being with us. And thanks, everyone, for commenting. Still, leave a comment in the video and you will have to get uh, this £10 free bet with Novibet that you can bet on this uh, euro. And, of course, if you enjoy our videos, click on the like button, subscribe to our channel, and do not forget to click on the bell to get notifications when, do, when we do these live videos. Tomorrow we have more euro, so we will be back to analyze everything. See you guys. Ciao.